With Long Island local news on Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. About 70% of the 70 billion gallons of drinking water pumped all year by the Suffolk County Water Authority is used by irrigation systems. To promote conservation, Suffolk County Water Authority requires customers to only irrigate on odd or even days corresponding to home address. However, the agency has no enforcement power and has pushed East End municipalities to pass local ordinances to enforce odd even watering. Joe Workmeister reporting on Newsday.com that North and South Fork elected officials expressed interest in spreading the Water Authority's conservation message, but have not yet adopted an ordinance, citing a lack of resources, especially in summertime. Last year, SCWA's highest user was at 1710 Meadow Lane in Southampton Village, which consumed 14.3 million gallons of water in 2022. That home, listed under the name Eichenhem Limited, used nearly 4 million gallons more than any other home in the county. Last year's next highest residential user at 7 Fairfield Pond in Sagaponic listed under Samudra Farms, LLC, consumed 10.4 million gallons, according to the agency. The 10,000-square-foot oceanfront home, set on three acres, sold for $50 million last year. Newsday previously reported identities of the homeowners are shielded through the LLCs. In other news, Adam Potter, whose plans to build a new home for Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor and later to create affordable apartments and commercial space on property he acquired nearby, ignited a firestorm of opposition, is back. Stephen J. Coates reporting on 27East.com that this week Potter, saying he had learned from the criticism his earlier proposals engendered, announced new plans to develop an approximately 1.4-acre site bounded by Bridge and Rose Streets north of the main village parking lot behind Main Street. The plans, which as of Tuesday afternoon had yet to be filed with the village of Sag Harbor, calls for a three-story mixed-use building with approximately 10 to 11,000 square feet of commercial space on the first floor and 39 apartments, 19 of which would be listed as affordable on the upper two floors. Potter said a second building with approximately 40,000 square feet would serve as a community center with a performance space, classrooms for continuing education, youth center, art gallery and museum, and office space for local nonprofits. A third component calls for a small park between the two buildings that will be open to the public but privately maintained. Potter, who said his plans involved a lot of moving parts as architects put the finishing touches on them, could not provide precise sizes for the two buildings proposed for the site nor the pocket park that would be developed between them. He said he learned that people fixate on what they dislike about a project when they see drawings, no matter how preliminary, and he wanted them to understand the scope and benefits of his project first. Potter tells 27East.com, quote, I've listened to the various concerns of the Sag Harbor, uh, Sag Harbor community. I've heard people. I've heard their concerns. I've listened, end quote. And finally, Frank DeVito a Southampton contractor was visiting the Stony Brook Southampton campus last Friday to discuss renting space for a trade show and to look over buildings that could be used for a vocational school that he and others are hoping to launch there when he made a gruesome discovery. DeVito found five dead osprey in the Munford studio, a condemned shingled building with a four-sided pyramid roof that stands directly behind the campus police station. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that inside were five dead ospreys, their bodies scattered about, their droppings spattered on the floor, and a large canvas tarp littered with sticks and other debris lying in a heap in the center of the room. DeVito supposes that the heavy rains of July 16th had weighed down the tarp, which apparently covered a missing or leaking skylight, and it crashed the floor below, bringing down the birds and the nest they had built atop it. They must have been there for more than a week, DeVito said. They got trapped inside a glass house in a heat wave and basically got cooked. One by one, they died off. Frank Quivado, the executive director of the South Fork Natural History Museum, and Chris Strube, the executive director of the Evelyn Alexander Wildlife Rescue Center in Hampton Bays, confirmed that they were ospreys after looking at photos that seem 
Quavado said it was not unheard of for a pair of Ospreys to have three or even four chicks, nor would it be surprising for the juveniles to still be in the nest in mid to late July, he said. Reading the weather here in Southampton, staying here uh, in honor of Carolina Cone joining us for the hot sound segment at the bottom of the hour, looking like a mostly sunny Thursday with a high near 78 degrees, south wind 7 to 14 miles per hour tonight, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m., partly cloudy otherwise with a low around 70 degrees, south wind 11 to 13 miles per hour. Right now it's 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. I am going to, let's see, I know I want to play M. Byhold's City of Angels. I think I'm going to play Jules, Angels Standing By, here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. A gorgeous lullaby of a track from the 1995 record, Pieces of You, right here on Long Island's only Local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. I am your angel standing by, Gianna Volpe. This is Jewel, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love. It's hard having a heart in the city Look at the stars waiting for someone to tell you you're pretty You're enough So it goes, I don't know What the feeling's like to be comfortable with a stranger in your skin Don't know why you let them in We used to talk about the fakers in L.A. the fun of it i don't know how you live with yourself in your hollywood house in the hills gives me chills city of angels 
used to say if you ever made it i'd be the first call and life would stay fairly the same oh our friendship wouldn't change it all but you busted haven't talked in a year i mistrusted now it's all coming clear that you only think of yourself maybe love at your lonely as hell we used to talk about the fakers in l.a but now you're one of them i guess you got your way i bet you're tired of all the games you had to play you had to play always wanted to take before you give but what's the fun of it i don't know how you live with yourself in your hollywood house in the hills gives me chills city of angels that's what they call us right wish you were able to see there's so much more to life than fortune and fame validation and talk about the fakers in LA but now you're one of them and damn it hurts to say damn it hurts to say you always wanted to take before you give but what's the fun of it I don't know how you live with yourself in your Hollywood house in the hills gives me chills City of Angels, we're actually hopping past Carolina Cohn's City of of on uh, Los Angeles, City of Angeles. It'll be your secret track. We are going to play uh, the new single that East Eden did with Carolina Cohn uh, at the end, at the back end of her interview. But to lead you in, Carolina from Devendra Banhart from the Ma record of 2019. Right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. Mas ela é uma ave de rapina, uma filha. Aprender português 
Avenger Banhart, Carolina, from the Ma record of 2019, leading us into the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by Southhold Historical Museum and William Riss Gallery. First of all, Carolina, thank you for being so understanding that we needed to move our chat today. And what the heck do you have the same exact toe color cerulean periwinkle well, it's, blue yeah, it's like a periwinkle blue it's the color of the summer i can't even be, like i'm my mind is blown great minds really do yes, think alike they really, they do, really think do. Alike. how was your ride out by the way it was marvelous <laughs> i love so traffic us. i mean i, I love traffic. i just sit there and ponder life and sing and yeah <laughs> so you all right so let's talk about first of all you've got two shows are you playing the talk house tonight? Tonight is the night. 10 p.m. Conga Cartel, my Latin fusion band. It's a late night dance party. The Conga Cartel are very well known around here. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that because a couple years ago we weren't. So I'm glad to know that we are now. I remember that I just promoted a show of yours at LTV Studios. Yes. How yes. was that? How was that? That one? was fabulous. I love Michael Clark and yes, LTV see. Studios is they've done such a great job. It's beautiful. Revamping that space. Oh, well, yeah. And and kind of opening it up to this artist community. It's so, state of the art for sure. It is. It is. We had a blast that night. Who else is playing with you tonight? So we are a seven-piece band, a big band. We have Willy Fuentes on bass. He's like he's like the band father, the glue that holds us all together. Willy, if you're listening, te quiero. <laughs> and we have Aquiles and Aquiles Sr. on percussion, father and son duo. I mean, you can't beat that chemistry. Then we have Jorge Castaño from Colombia. By the way, we're all from different countries. It's like the United Colors of Bennington. We're the United I love Col- it! <laughs> Uh, Jorge Castaño on the main kit from Colombia. The Aquiles brothers are from Venezuela, by the way, and Willie is from Chile. On lead guitar, we have Fabian Rodriguez from Ecuador. He's amazing. And then we have um, our keys player, who we, we, we switch between two. One of them is Yudiar Soca from Cuba, but tonight we play with our favorite gringo Latino, Bill, Bill Smith. So wait a minute. <laughs> I have to imagine. Hold on. Excuse me. I have to imagine that each of these players bring a very distinctive sound. They really to, do. Uh, to, the, to the band. They really do. I mean, it's always, when I first sat down with them, it was like love at first sight via music. Because the chemistry, they were a band before I joined them. Okay. Back like years ago, they were called Mr. No Shame. And they played Bay Street Theater and all sorts of things. Um... But their chemistry, it really is. That's why we, we call ourselves a fusion, because everyone brings something to the table. You know, what their personal inspirations are, what their, um, you know, what their main musical um, genre is. And then we fuse it all together and it's just magic. Oh I my really, gosh. I feel very fortunate. So this is going to be, this is going to be a great show tonight. So who's opening for you? I'm we open for since... ourselves. Oh. <laughs> we, we. We really go at it. Three hours and... We, Starting at 10? We tech, we usually start at like 10.30. Oh my Like God. fashionably late, 10.30. Yeah, and then we'll like go to like 1, 1.30. And I'll tell you something. The next day, oh, it takes me like a few days to recoup because I will give my heart and soul to these performances. It took like a five minute intermission. I mean, it's it's a energetic show. How do you prepare for that? <sighs> Yoga, breathing, sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, a good diet. It's like it's like a marathon. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm actually glad now that you had an extra day out here to prepare. I did. I went to a lovely yoga class yesterday at Mandala oh, Yoga and I'm against it. Shout out to Mandala Studios. Love that place. Yeah, they're wonderful. Love I remember it. I've interviewed them before. Have you? They're great. I feel like maybe they were doing like a book group or something? I don't Maybe. know. They were doing, they were doing something that I remember uh, was yoga, yoga adjacent. Right. I mean, they have wonderful events there. 
they really have a great community outreach. They want to, you know, get everyone involved in some way or another into this. What was the first? What brought you out to the East End the first time? Oh gosh, the first time was was it, uh, Mr. No Shame? Years and years ago. No, it was actually because at the time we were moving from Uruguay. And uh, my mom had recently purchased a house in Sag Harbor, 2010. So we had come out here before, kind of just as a child. I have memories of coming to the beach here, but that's when I really started coming out here. I was finishing my my studies at the new school, and I would come out. Oh, I love that you went to the new school. So did my sister. So what did you study? So I studied design and management. Fantastic. So um, it really gave me kind of that That's business. An, I like that they have that part of it because, you know, people who will poo-poo an artistic career will say, well, how do you apply that? Exactly. But this has it right built in there. I mean, it was great because I didn't even want to go to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do at <laughs> the time. And I was like, I just want to do music. I just want to be in the arts. And my parents were like, you got to go to school, honey. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, let's see what we can do. And I found Parsons. And yeah. I, I loved Parsons. Talk about a, a culture of creative people that oh, you yeah. can just be with oh yeah it was grow from it was so much fun i loved my college years it really it really was great and then when i graduated you know i got my little jobs out of college but i always kind of felt like "Mm, i really missed the creative the arts the music world so then i just dove straight back into it um out here because there was such a great community oh yeah versus the city is a little more cutthroat it's it's a little more every man for himself Uh, artistically speaking. Which I think is um, short-sighted because, you know, uh, how else do you create these beautiful things without the collaborative spirit? Exactly. And I'm all about collaboration. I mean, even right now, my partner... Collaboration above competition. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, East Eden is my other project, which is with my fiancé, so we share that. That's beautiful. And we met through the music scene, so I'm all about collaboration. Oh, talk (laughs) about East Eden and developing that and and meeting your person. Well, we met through a mutual friend in the music industry out here, Josh LeClerc, who's amazing. Oh, we love Josh. We love Josh. Okay. Was there not to love? We love Josh. And Josh is his best friend from childhood. Oh, And we were in a gypsy jazz band at the time, Hot Club of Montauk, which I love. (laughs) I feel like I've played you guys before. Probably. Maybe. Keep going. Okay. Um, And uh, he, Yori was looking for a singer for a track. And Josh said, I have just the singer for you. And then we met and we became like really good friends for a few years. And then, boom, friendship developed into oh, more. And... Friendship set on fire. Oh, friendship the, that's was the set best, on fire. That's the best way to get it done. <laughs> yes. And now you're engaged. How, did, and we are how engaged. and when did that happen? We've been engaged for a couple of years. We got engaged that's... in 2020. Okay. So you're like, whole... let's let's wait. So then he got into law school. My my. Oh. He decided, you know, I want to do something more. And he's such a brain. He's so smart. And he got into law school. And we actually just found out this week he got his dream job. Oh, so congratulations. Things, things are all falling into place. We're That's so beautiful. proud of him. Yeah. I love this. So we're just kind of. This um, is a beautiful story. It is a beautiful story. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching the Hallmark Channel right now. <laughs> it feels like I feel uplifted. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm very happy for you. It's I'm lovely. very excited. So, uh, will will he be there tonight? Or he will be there probably this Sunday. Okay. For the for the one. Oh, cause... please talk about the great fundraiser. So this coming Sunday, to East Hampton this summer. We are Sunday. super excited. We are we are part of the Share the Harvest fundraiser <gasps> festival. Super important. Please tell very us everything important. about Share the Harvest. It is this Sunday from five to eight p.m. and its main cause is to raise awareness of the food insecurity crisis out here on the which east is, end which is uh, it's huge, huge. and yeah. no one talks about it right because you know you think Hamptons. we talk about it <laughs> we talk about yes. it all the time because it is it's it's so bad it is there's such a divide and people don't know mm. they they think oh the hamptons i know it's very exactly. everyone's very well to do not so there's a huge um divide well, Between. and and there is a middle class, and as we know, the middle class is is total. It's disappearing. It's endangered. Folks that have been living out here for decades, yeah. it's becoming harder and harder and harder mm-hmm. to stay, to be, to eat. I know the so, prices. I mean, no, yeah. I don't want to name names. 
inflation. And, <laughs> but well, if an egg sandwich costs oh my $20, yeah, something must be yes, <laughs> alert, I know. code red. <laughs> I know. And it's and it's very tough. And so it's it it's really and, – and especially because of how inflation has been, you know, after the pandemic. Yeah. So, you know, need quintupled through the pandemic, but things did not – get better in mm-hmm. fact they got worse and when you listen to uh, economists talk about the future out here on long island it's not looking pretty it's so not. we do have great organizations and you know we we talk about all our amazing food pantries out here mm-hmm. let's talk about share the harvest share uh, the harvest i mean they're just such a great organization well they're the ones that farm as well, right? They, they do. It's they're... on the farm. Yes. It's going to be. And I, have, I haven't I have even been there yet, so I can't tell you the details. Is it details. in Bridgehampton? It's in East Hampton, actually. Is it's... it by the school? I think so. I think yeah. it's that area in the back. Yes. Yeah, right by the school, that big farmland. And this Sunday, I mean, it's going to be big. We're going to be playing in the middle of a field, and there is going to be a lot of local goodies and just such a great crowd they're expecting. So if you have the chance... You can go to shareTheHarvest.org to okay. get tickets there. Okay, and that's where I'm, I'm going to go there mm-hmm. right now, so I can yeah, so I can read stuff. For Definitely. Time. I mean, I'm so excited to be a part of such a great cause out here on the East End. I'm so thrilled that they, you know, reached out to us because um, I love support. Okay, so it is ShareTheHarvestFarm.org. Mm-hmm. If you go to ShareTheHarvest.org, it won't get you there, but ShareTheHarvestFarm.org. Uh, and let's see where you find. So they've got you click events and then it has. OK, so please join us. Local plates, libations, wood fired pizza, music by Conga Cartel. There you go. Uh, you can get it right on share the harvest farm dot org uh, slash events to buy tickets. Very, very exciting. So that's this Sunday, August 6th. From five to eight PM, it's going to be another big party, girl. What do you? Ha- You're going to need at least a week to uh, to get past this weekend. Well, it's it's this is the nature of the game, right. <laughs> but I love it. So they really do say do what you love. It doesn't feel like work to me. Right. I'm just so fortunate and grateful that I can sing and serenade crowds and be creative and make music. So I strive to do this as long as I can. <laughs> I hope that this inspires at least one person out there uh, to follow their dream if their dream mm-hmm. is music or whatever it may be. Uh, before I let you go, let's talk about Cielo. Cielo is our new summer single. And this song, it just it's made to make you feel good. It's made to make you close your eyes and be instantly transported to the beach. I'm Gianna Volpe. That's <laughs> Carolina Cohn. And so is this with East Eden. It's Cielo on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by Southhold Historical Museum and William Risk Gallery. You can see Carolina with her other band, uh, Conga Cartel, tonight at the Talk House, stephentalkhouse.com for more information, or this Sunday at the Share the Harvest fundraiser shareTheHarvestFarm.org for more. We'll be back. Yeah. 
From East Eden to Young Mister, you get a little bit of it all right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. We're in the Carolina section of the set list, leading you into the NPR News break with Matt Wirtz, Dean Martin, Charlie Daniels Band, James Taylor, uh, followed by Gene Autry, the Hall Johnson Choir, and Mary Lee. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Big, big thank you to our guests this morning, Dr. Stephen Post and Carolina Cohn, as well as our underwriters, Grayson Grit, Southhold Historical Museum, William Riss Gallery, and all of you listener supporters out there, WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love. January, everything ordinary, you're unlike anything I've seen. 
Finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. No one could be sweeter than my sweetie when I meet her in the morning. Where the morning glories twine around the door, whispering pretty stories. I long to hear once more. My girly, where the dew is pearly early in the morning. Butterflies all flutter up and kiss each little buttercup at dawn. If I had Latin's lamp for only a day, I'd make a wish, and here's what I'd say: Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. Around the door, whispering pretty stories. I long to hear once more. Strolling with my girly, where the dew is pearly early in the morning. Butterflies all flutter up and kisses the buttercup of dawn. If I had Latin's lamp for only a day. I'd make a wish, and here's what I'd say: Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the A.M. Carolina in the morning. 
The first things I remember are frosty Carolina mornings with a cheery fire crackling in my mama's big black wood cook stove. I remember snowflakes as big as goose feathers and the moon the color of new-made country butter in a night sky like diamonds against black velvet reaching from horizon to horizon. I remember when the biggest problems in my barefoot life were sand spurs and red ant hills. I remember sitting with my granddaddy on the front porch and watching the last of that magnificent southern sun bleed away into the twilight sky. I remember Sunday school and kneeling at the cross and trying to imagine what God looked like. Sunday dinner, short pants, haircuts, and a little puppy my daddy brought home to me, and I remember love. I remember steam-puffing, fire-breathing, awesome ten-wheel locomotives, and the conductor's watch looked as big as one of my grandmother's biscuits. I remember my mother smiling in a red and white checkered dress, and Christmas always seemed so far away. Yes, I remember you, Carolina, grand old lady of the South. I remember you as home.
you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind? Guess I'm gone to Carolina in my mind. Karen, she's a silver sun. You best walk her away and watch it shining. Watch her watch the morning come. A silver tear appearing now. I'm crying, ain't I? Time for a taste of Carolina Moon. Leading you in to the NPR news break with Gene Autry, the Hall Johnson Choir, and Mary Lee on WLI WFM. News you can trust, music you love. Carolina Moon. Shining, shining on the one who waits for me. 